Look, Chili Dog's my homeboy, but we're all recording, so watch your mouth. <laughs> watch my mouth? Did you just really tell me that? I'm just saying. Let's not I'm go not into. Don't say nothing like that. <laughs> let's not let's go not into. Go, our, let's not go. We just talked about for you know, yeah, thirty seconds ago. Yeah, gonna, let's not go into the Urban that. Dictionary type. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll that shit away. can get real squirrely real quick. Hey, why do I sound so low? That's because of music. I guess it is because of music. Woo! Welcome to episode numero dos of the Beard and the Boys MMA Hour. Covering the recap of UFC 259. Number one, let me give a good sh- big time shout out and a very fucking huge thank you to Duke's Brew House over in Lakeland on South Florida Boulevard. Dude, amazing staff, amazing atmosphere. The band was great. Your waitresses were great. The managers treated us like royalty, and it was great to be there and covering UFC 259. I think all of us could agree. What do y'all think? Yes, definitely. Thank you for having us. I'll say it was top-notch service. Every time, you know, saw the manager come out, check on us constantly, you know, see if we needed anything. Uh, you know, top-notch service. You know, big shout-out to Duke's Brew House. I had a blast. My, my, my son had a blast. It was a great time. I'm for sure we'll be going back. And we got a big shout-out from the band, said, welcome to Beard and the Boys to the Duke's Brew House. It was a good time. So good it was time. a great time, man. I couldn't ask for a better a better end to a great day with the meet-and-greet and everything. Duke's Brew House was amazing. So thank you to Duke's Brew House and thank you to the waitress and the staff there. Food was amazing, atmosphere was amazing. Couldn't have been better. Thank you. So let's get into it. We're into it, and I just want to let y'all know: surprise, surprise, motherfucker, the king is back. I'm back, bitches. He's back. He wasn't on the regular episode of the Beard and the Boys, but if you thought the king was missing the fucking MMA hour, you got another thing coming. I'm here now. Oh, he's I'm a, here. I'm a top fan on hey. some, on some sites now. Get tears on your microphone <laughs> over there, King. Yeah, Izzy, he's. Izzy got beat. Right. Yeah, I know. Did you just say you were a top fan of some sites? Yeah. Top Ooh. fan on OnlyFans or what? No. Oh. No, 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 no. no, no. OnlyFans. My bad. My bad. My bad. That's Pornhub. Don't, t- don't, don't oh, tell Pornhub them. only, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm so, trying to get in there with, you know, with the MMA talk with people and, and, and more so read the comments, trying to learn some things about the fighters. So. Yeah. Hey, look, I see you active on Facebook and some of them groups, man. He's, he's in there. He's mixing it up. And we are, too. UFC 259. We said it was a big card. We said it was going to be, you know, I mean, it's loaded with talent, and it did not it did not disappoint in any shape, way, or form. A lot of weird, I mean, especially the fight between Aljamain and Piotr Jan, weird, weird way for it to end, but we'll get into that. But, I mean, as far as the whole card, I was very happy from top to bottom on how the card turned out and how it all played out. I mean, I had no disappointments. Some of it was a little boring. I mean, some of the fights went five rounds, and it was decision, but that's tactical MMA fighting. That's what real fans like us, we say it's boring, but we understand that, look, it's a game. It's a chess move. It's a chess it's a game. chess match, yep. And, and every move comes with dire consequences. You know what I'm saying? Like, one move lights out. I mean, you're, you'd be put to sleep with the wrong move. So, yeah, we know. I mean, everybody wants to see knockouts. I want to see knockouts. Jimmy, you want to see knockouts. Omar, you want to see knockouts. I'm sure the king right here, he wants to see bitches get put to sleep. But we got to be able to appreciate and understand and enjoy the tactical game. And when it comes to the game planning and the mental level and putting yourself in position and point fighting and all that, we have to be riding We mean, we have to appreciate that as much as we do a big time, big time banger in but, knocking people out. But me personally, I, 
I, I like the sub, the submission portion portion of the of that of that MMA more than anything else. I think that's when you get more of the the technical fighters out of it, right? Those that can go kind of both Amanda Nunez, you know, where they can they can bang with the best of them, but they have another part of the game that not many fighters really have. Most fighters are a one tier style fighter with some built into other things, but. Me personally, I like the technical side of it more than anything else. Yeah, look, me too. I enjoy a, I I enjoy a nice scramble and then a setting up for a fucking Kimura or setting up for Americana or setting them up for a Darce choke or something like that. And the, the play it goes into putting a person's body in a certain position to where you can get them to they have to move that hand in a certain position so you can put them in a triangle. You know what I mean? Yep. I appreciate all of that, but at the same time. Gotta love them knockouts. Oh, you, you, know you do. Hey, you love when a bitch's block gets knocked off. You know what I'm saying? Most you, exciting sport in the world, dude. Look, it is. But hey, because you know what? It's the closest thing to real fucking dude. It's real life. Real life. Look, if I go fight a bitch in the street, if you think he's gonna be like, you know what? Let's just box. Let's let's not kick each other. That's probably not gonna come into discussion. Or let let's not choke each other out. That's probably not gonna come into discussion. It's real life. It's mixed martial arts, For and the it's most part. It's athletes at the highest level, at the highest level of the sport in all facets of mixed martial arts. If it's from stand-up, from to Muay Thai, to, you know, judo, to jiu-jitsu, to wrestling, to, you know what I mean, to any of it, to taekwondo, to karate, to all of it, they're definitely the top of their game. It's definitely not scripted. It's definitely not scripted. It's, it's definitely not, not WWE. WWE. Dude, I had somebody tell me on Facebook, did anybody see that message or the dude oh, commenting on my shit? Yeah, He's about some old. It is he, if Izzy and Khabib fought, who would win? I was like, come on, guys. We just watched Izzy get dominated by a fucking guy on the ground by Jan, who is not a known wrestler. He's known for his stand-up power. You, He just got dominated on the ground. Are you talking about you're going to put him against arguably the greatest wrestler in UFC history? You're going to put him against him? Okay. His ass gets beat nine and a half times out of ten. I always give you a chance because I feel like there's always a chance. But there's if we're – that fighter's punch. Well, there, there, there is a big weight difference there. Khabib cuts from – Khabib walks around at about 185, maybe. Adesanya walks around at the weight he went into the fight the other night. But what I'm saying he cuts is – to 185. But at the same time, he has not of, faced – he might have rest, he might have faced some shit with Yawn this past week, but he ain't never faced no fucking wrestling at the level of Khabib Nurmagomedov. There's a lot of link there. So I'm new to the sport, and I didn't see where Jan dominated Izzy. I mean, oh, I, yeah, he did. On the ground? No, on the ground. I mean, I, I yeah, because I made that comment that Izzy can't really. It didn't seem like he was comfortable there. In the beat. But, like, when they were standing up, because I went back and watched it, that one again. I didn't see the dominate, like standing up wise. I, I called it. So while we were watching it, I know we were talking about it was, you know, after the second round, I think you guys all say it was one, one, two, zero, Izzy. I called it was two, zero, Jan off the bat. Yeah. Because, yeah, Izzy was hitting him, but those weren't, those strikes that he was hitting weren't, weren't, I'm not going to say consistent strikes, but they weren't, those strikes didn't mean anything. Whereas well, when Jan was tagging him, you can see it hitting him. But Jan said in his post post fight press conference, he said they said what are two things that surprised you the most out of out of um Izzy when you stepped in the octagon with him? He said one, his speed, and two, he hits harder than what I thought. He hit harder than what I thought he was going to hit. So 
I think them shots definitely surprised Jan and kind of got it. But Jan hit Izzy with some big shots. He didn't hit him. Look, he didn't knock him out. He didn't stumble him. He didn't bring him back. It was the takedowns that won that fight for Jan. That ground and pound, he shot them legs because he knows if you take a Muay Thai fighter and put them flat on their back, they're no longer a Muay Thai fighter. They are a person, person just trying to get back up to save themselves. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what Izzy looked like when he got put on the ground. But we're going to get deep into that. <laughs> Here come well, that's what I was going to say. Watching Khabib fight a couple of fights, I, you know, and I'm an Izzy fan. I don't think Izzy would stand a chance. No, not him. with that. Not with that that's level of wrestling. That's a different dude. Yeah, the it's wrestling is yes. His double leg, his double leg, and the way he locks them legs up and ties them up and pushes you up against the fence. Because when you get taken down, if you're getting taken down in the middle of the cage, in the middle of the octagon, as a as a wrestler, and your first defense is to get as close to the cage as possible, so you can work your way back up. That's exactly where Khabib wants you to be. He's gonna pin your. He ass wants you cage. to go to back cage. He wants you to get squared up in a ninety degree angle with your back flat, your back flat against the cage, and he's gonna fucking pound you because he's gonna lock your legs up because you're not gonna be able to get them legs to get yourself to get that upward movement to push yourself up on the cage. You're not gonna get that. He and knows he, where to position his body to keep you from doing that, and right. then he's gonna talk to you while he does it. And you know what? Well, That's, o- only only if he doesn't like you. And you now, know what? That's he what he didn't do that when he fought Poirier. Well, he liked Poirier, though. Right. Dustin Poirier said that on the Joe Rogan podcast this a uh, couple weeks ago. He said himself, he goes, Dust, he goes, Khabib is not as strong as I, as a lot of people think he is. He, it wasn't the strength. It was the, the mental note and the fight IQ to know where to place your weight on another person's body to keep them from moving. And and understanding that I mean, because Poirier was bigger than him weight-wise and probably stronger than him going into that fight. But he knows where to place the weight on it's what that, part of the body to make you defenseless. It's that weight distribution. Yeah, he, he knows how to do the ability to know that if you if you if you guys watch a lot of people going to it's all oh, gotta get him a side control, gotta get him a side control, get or do a mount. What happens when people mount? They get bucked right off because they're too far up or they're too low and they can get out. Same issue with side control. Most people don't understand the concept of side control. If I'm kind of just chest to chest, most guys can get out of that. Khabib knows I can place this arm right here and you're not moving. You're going to sit there while you sell elbow after elbow after elbow after elbow. And that's the IQ that I, there's not many fighters that I've seen has that IQ. Yeah, he's definitely on a different level. And his ability to understand where his opponent's weaknesses are when up against the cage and what to eliminate from their arsenal when he has them on their back. Is is second to none. There's a reason that he's twenty nine and zero. He's not twenty nine and zero by fluke. Yes, he did have some cupcake fights, like Jimmy has said in the past, early in his career. But he has walked through some dogs too. He quite, fought quite a few cupcakes. He he fought Connor. He battled the fuck out of Connor. And hey, and to be honest, he hurt Connor with a punch. He hurt Connor with a punch. Hey, and to be honest with you, hashtag let's be honest. Connor probably defended his wrestling better than anybody else that he's fought. Was there some illegal glove holds or whatever like that? In yeah, but that's just the rest of the fighters dumbasses for not trying it first. What I'm saying is he defend hey, his takedown defense with Khabib was probably the best that's been seen so far against Khabib. Dustin Poirier, 
you know, he beat Dustin Poirier, but Dustin Poirier had his ass in a the deep deepest choke, choke ever. Dustin Poirier also said on the Joe Rogan podcast that the biggest thing that takes him back was and pisses him off the most with the whole Khabib fight was when he had him in that chokehold, he goes, dude, if I would have just flipped my weight, my hips to one side and switched to a Darsh choke, he goes, that fight would have been over. Because Khabib said it himself, is that it's the closest he's ever been to tapping. I mean, and I don't think Khabib would have tapped. I think he would have just went, went to sleep. sleep. Oh, yeah. But all he had, uh, fucking Dustin Poirier is one hip flip away from turning into a Darsh choke and shutting Khabib's light. Now you're talking about 28 and one Khabib. Well, see, that's the difference of Khabib's IQ and another fighter who found himself in a position of a choke and thought, I'll just hold it here. Khabib's ability to stay calm in some of the worst parts of, of that fight was the difference. He could have flipped, you know, Poirier could have just flipped his hips, put him in a dark choke, and it's out, out the door. But let's let's ha- let's flip that around. Khabib in that same position, he's fl- he's already looked at it, flipped that into the dark, and he's put him out. He's sleeping. Well, I mean, I think at the same time, though, I mean, I don't think it's IQ sometimes when it's ending in deep chokes. And the reason Khabib stayed calm in that, I think it's because Khabib doesn't fight for wins. That motherfucker fights for honor, bro. That dude is as about as it's all about honor to his family and to his country more than anything. He don't give a fuck about titles. He wants to be known as the greatest person to fight in that to fight in that weight division, the greatest of all time, because it brings respect to his family's name and it brings respect to his country. But you can't tell me that Khabib hasn't been put in that in his camp. Not, not, oh, I'm, he's not, trying, I'm, not, I'm not talking about he, his camp. I'm not talking about his camp with Daniel Cormier. I'm talking about at home, right? Hold his ass till he, till he goes to sleep. Oh, I guarantee you, he, dude, he's fighting monsters over in Dazakhstan. I mean, he's already, we saw him fight bears. Yeah, when he was a kid, he's fighting fucking bears. I mean, so, yes, over in Dazakhstan, over in Russia, he's taking, he's been taken to probably the deepest waters, everything. Then you come over here and you fight wrestlers like, like Daniel Cormier, fucking Luke Rockhold and shit like that. That's in your camp. So, uh, both champions. He was a champion. <laughs> he hey, was. you can laugh if you want. He's a fu- he was a champion. He got no chin. But he was he the was middle champion. Oh, fucking chin. He was the middleweight champ, right? Yeah, he was. He was the middleweight champ. So for, regardless of the yeah. fact, for a couple of UFCs, right? Just for one, he no. won the title and then he got knocked out Brian, well, by Brian by Bisping. Fought. Well, I'm saying he, he had he a couple got, times before he, he had got a fight. Slipped by Bisping. But what I'm saying is he was a champ. So no matter what, if you ever hold that title, regardless You're of how weak your chin is. You're at the highest level of the fucking game. So if you're in there training with a person who at one point was the fucking top of the heap in the middleweight division, and you're training with the person who is at the top of the heap in the lightweight, light heavyweight uh, division, and at the top of the heap in the heavyweight division, you're a fucking dog. Yeah. And you know what the bad thing was? The dude that, the dude that's there, Khabib, he's the fucking the dog of all the dogs. He the go to the look. I don't. I mean, I'm sorry, but. He's the fucking man. If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. He's 29 and 0, and until somebody beats him, he's fucking man. The only one I think you could be a hard time is Al I Kenta. I think his name is. That fight. That fight. That was on a decision. short notice, and he gave. Yeah, yeah he gave. He that gave him a lot of trouble. Decision, and yeah, and he he pretty much matched uh, Khabib's uh, wrestling. Yeah. Uh, that's the only one I've seen him give him a hard time. I think he won. He won that by split. That was the that he? was the fill in for one of the Tony Ferguson fallouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, well, in my eyes, 
Aikita has a, a close chance of beating Khabib that fight. And you talking about forgotten fighters, man. Al Quinta just kind of fell off, dude, after that fight. I, I we haven't heard anything from him. He's retired. Did he retire? After that fight? No, not after that fight. But Oh, and speaking of retirement, I don't think it's retirement, but weird news came out today. Uh, Megan Anderson no longer that under boot. contract with the UFC. That was her I, last fight. On that, that, was fight. On that was her last fight under contract. I don't think the UFC renews that contract because – there's already been rumors coming around that they were going to eliminate the 145 division completely because it's it's there's just there's no competition in it. Well, they created Nunes, that division in the first place for Cyborg. Cyborg and Nunes. Yep. The only time they're going to they're going to get rid of that if Nunes retires. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I think that's coming soon. I think that's coming soon. I think once she defends, she's going to defend this 135 title. She's going to smoke fucking Pena. Man, I, you know what? I think she's gonna. I think she defends the one thirty five twice because I think she's gonna fight I Pena. I don't know if she can cut back down to one thirty five. Well, she's gonna have to because she's, she's got to fight Pena. So, I don't know if she can. It's gonna. It's not gonna be like six months from now because she's no. A big, that fight's gonna be woman. probably. It's next gonna she be told, at least a year before. No, she, cut she that just way. told Dana. Look, There's I'm just no telling. I'm telling you, her camp and it just came out. Her camp just told Dana she wants a fight. She wants a fight. In the next 12 weeks. She wants to fight. That's three months. She wants to fight because she said she took no damage. She's ar- she's already cu- she's already cutting and training like it's a fight camp. She's ready to fight in the next 12 weeks. That's a big female. Look, There's if anybody no if anybody can make the weight cut, she can make the weight. She's going to be what, like cyborg what, about die. What's she, wait, what she waiting at for that fight? She weighed in at 145 for this last oh, fight. I guarantee you she walked in the cage no, no, no. at about 165 or 170. When she no. fought. No. Dude, no, I'm telling you, she's probably, a big maybe woman. Maybe 155 she no, probably walked yeah, in. She, she weighed more than that. Well, it'll you think good. so? Yeah, I, get, I bet. So what I'm, what, what I'm saying is she's good. She's going to go down and fight Julian Pena. They're trying to turn that around within the next 12 weeks, next three months. They want that shit. On the go, right away, as soon as possible, because they said she didn't take any damage. Even Pena said it's going to take some time for her to cut to that weight. I think, I, I think Pena hoped that she fucking takes some time to cut that weight so she can get a real fucking camp in. Because bitch, you done open up your mouth now, and you done what? You done fucking stroke the fucking mane of the goat. The lioness is ready to fucking go. You know what I'm saying? You keep look. You fucked with the wrong one this time. But but who who after Pena she got in the, in the one thirty? I think she has to fight Valentina Shevchenko again. Valentina. Took her as she did take her to the took her five, five rounds, rounds took her five rounds to a decision and a lot of people thought it was a lot closer than the scorecards called. Valentina probably stands the best chance of fucking dethroning Amanda Nunes because Valentina Shevchenko, there's nothing, there's nobody for her in fucking the one twenty five weight division. One sixty one sixty four. She walked into the cage. So she walked in the cage at one sixty four. Ooh, that's a, that's a hell of a cut. That like ain't twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. There's people that cut fucking there's. Dude. There's people that cut 20 pounds in a fucking week for a fight, guys. Cyborg about died trying to cut the one, t- trying to cut the 135 to fight. Cyborg's a fucking man, dude. So I'm telling you, there is no way. No she'll make that fight in 12 weeks. No way. No way. Not only do I think she's gonna make the fight, I know she'll make the fight. If, if she they, if they schedule fight, it in 12 weeks, she makes bro. that fucking weight. And she defends the 135 title. Khabib, Khabib got hospitalized trying to cut weight. Khabib's a bitch. Oh, no, that's Ooh. McGregor. Oh, he's a bitch too. Say it. Who's no, a bitch? No, 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 Khabib's no. Khabib's no. a bitch. Fuck Khabib. 
Look, I'm just saying. No, look, I just came off of the Khabib tip. I was just totally praising him up. But, dude, if anybody can make that weight, it's the GOAT of fucking women's MMA. She's, she's made happen. it. I, I think it's she not going to happen. I think she weeks. can make it. I she's she going to make it. Why would you I, force yourself to do that? I, I, look, I, just, if you, I agree there. If you cut back on your diet now, my thing is this. If you cut back on your diet now, you start training, and you're going to fight camp right out of that camp. You're going into 135 fight camp. You're cutting back your diet because you've been on a 145 diet. So you cut back your diet to the one to what you do whenever you train for 135, and you start training hard. There's no you can cut that no, fucking I, weight. I, I agree with you. I, I agree that she can cut. the they weight. They water load and I, cut ten I pounds just, fucking three days outside of a fight. I agree with you. I think she can cut the weight. I just don't think it's it's, it's probably not, not the most healthy thing. Twelve weeks is the right th- is, a, is the right safe move for to her. Do that? Not in twelve I, weeks. Six months. Six months. Set, schedule that fight. All right, Jimmy. Look at look this up. What right now? Look. When when is the um when's the projected Juliet Pena Amanda Nunes fight? Find the date. What I'm saying is now I, old school UFC when they can have IVs and shit. Okay, maybe now they can't even have IVs to rehydrate after the weigh in. They can't do that. That is not safe. It, there's no way she can do that in twelve weeks. Six months, eight months, maybe twelve weeks. No way. No, it's gonna be faster than that. Does the UFC <clears throat> excuse me? Is the UFC looking to to change some rules when it comes to cutting weight and all that? I've been they seeing some did. things on that's that. That's why they stopped the IV thing. Uh-huh. That's why they they stopped the IV thing. Well, the, the, the reason they stopped the IV thing is because when people would to do IVs, it covers up certain certain uh, markers when it comes to steroids and stuff. When you do an IV, some of the chemicals that they use to rehydrate in the IVs covers up. Key markers and performance enhancing drugs and That's PEDs. Why they did the- That's why they stopped diabetes. It, and the UFC doesn't, to, to to be completely honest with you, they really don't give a fuck when it comes to the weight cut situation. You make the weight, you fight. Dana White still gets pissed when you don't make the weight. They don't care about the weight cut. If they care about the weight cut, they do a lot like Joe Rogan said. They do hydration tests, make you fight closer to your natural weight, and not allow not allow these fighters like Daniel Cormier who walks around at 240, 250, to cut down to 205, 205 to fight in light heavyweight. They would say, no, you're fighting a heavyweight, which is Daniel Cormier's more natural weight class is heavyweight. So, no, they don't really give a shit about the 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 weight cutting situation. And the only reason they took the IVs away is because it was covering up markers for PEDs. And, you know, they had to clean up the sport because you had fucking Vandalay Silva and fucking uh, – What's his name? Uberim and all of them. Oh, yeah. Just walking around fucking roided to the max, juice to the gills. I heard just murking people and destroying people's faces. And, yeah, it was exciting to watch. But when you got people just fucking steroiding to the max, I mean, it's almost like back whenever people called out professional wrestling, they were talking about Hulk Hogan. Oh, he's roided up and Lex Luger and all the fucking macho man Randy Savage, which we know he was. Oh, I mean. We knew his ass was roided. Snap it to us. That's why they they Ooh, now they do the yeah. um they do the day before the weigh in. It used to be the day of the fight. Yep. That now it's t- well no it's two days now two days before the weigh in and then that's why they when you walk the last time they do the the televised weigh in the weight that they're announcing is the weight that they weighed in the day before that. So no. they have that extra day to hydrate. Yes, hold it on, is. hold on. They weigh in at ten o'clock in the morning on the Friday before the fight. They weigh in in the morning. They have ceremonial weigh in at eight o'clock in the afternoon, and they fight on Saturday. They have. I watched ex- the regular weigh in. Extra time to hydrate, it right? Because they do it at ten in the morning instead of at night, like they used to. 
Yeah, but the nighttime but it's, is, it's the nighttime the is, when, is when they do the is, ceremonial. Is a ceremony which is they just go at off ten, to 10 in the morning. Wait, everybody has to be weighed in by ten a.m. Yep. in the morning, day before the fight. Uh-huh. He was just saying it was two days before the no, fight. That's the, the reason the, I was like, no, the ten a.m. is the day the, before is the, the official weigh in. Right, the that eight, night. The the night weigh-in is where they give you the 10 a.m. The ceremonial Sorry, I giggled because Pena said Nunez is scared of her. Yeah, though. Well, Pena's no. trying to get uh, Dana White to put her and Nunez as I next, personally uh, think that Amanda tough. Nunez can make the weight. Amanda, let's go into this fight this past week since we're talking about USU 259, and this is supposed to be our recap show. Amanda Nunez, in spectacular fashion, dominates fucking Megan Anderson. We were wrong. We picked Megan. We thought she was going to be long. She was going to be able to keep the distance. On Amanda Nunez with her length and her size. Jimmy even messaged me uh, the night before when they had the ceremonial weigh-in. She's like, dude, he's like, dude, did you see how much bigger she was? She's like a foot taller than Amanda. And I was like, dude, I know this is a fucking great pick. Oh, my God. I'm losing my mind. We, I think we're going to pick a great pick. We're wrong. Oh, we were wrong. Big time. We're so wrong. Uh, Amanda Nunez not only beat Megan Anderson, but she meet, meet, beat Megan Anderson and within the first minute of the fight, first minute and a half. Maybe two minutes a of the first round. Arm bar. Triangle arm bar. So she had her in two. She had her locked in the arm bar and had her fucking locked up with a fucking triangle choke. Spectacular fashion. She's the goat. Oh, but she stung her a couple times and wobbled her. Unscathed. Yeah. Unscathed. Amanda Nunez came out unscathed, ready for the next fight. So, Julian and Pena, let me send this out to you. Be careful what you wish for. Good luck. Because that knuckle sandwich comes with extra meat, and you don't want none of that. Good luck. She, she Real might, talk. She might get you out your, your UFC contract as well. Yeah, you might get you out. Yeah, just like she got Megan out of her UFC contract, she might get you out of your UFC contract. Good. That's exactly right, Omar. <laughs> She'll get you out of your contract, too. So, going from that fight, let's just backpedal a little bit. Let's go to the Dominic Cruz fight. He was fighting Casey Kinney. Dude, Dominic Cruz. Typical Dominic Cruz. He didn't knock anybody out, which we called knockout. We thought he was going to knock Casey Kinney out. He point-fighted the fuck out of him, went the complete distance, ended up winning the fight in a decision. A little bit of controversy before that, before the fight where Dominic Cruz uh, requested a, um, uh, a certain ref. What was his name? Jimmy, do you have that? Can you find it for me? Find what a ref was it that Dominic Cruz refused to fight for. because apparently refused to fight Herb Dean? No, no, it wasn't Herb Dean. It was, it was uh, I don't know what the ref's name Pierce, was. No, it wasn't Pearson. What the hell was his name? But anyway, he refused okay. to fight. He he refused to fight with that ref because that ref was the uh, same ref that he had during the Henry Cejudo fight for the title, and he swore that they got into it in the back. They got into it uh, backstage before the Keith fight. Keith Peterson, bro. Keith Peterson. So they got into it before the fight, um, before the Henry Cejudo fight in the back. They got into an argument, and then I personally thought it was a good stoppage. A lot of, I mean, and but Dominic Cruz swears that it was an early stoppage. Dominic Cruz said Peterson smelled like alcohol and cigarettes. He smelled like alcohol and cigarettes, <laughs> and he didn't want him referring his fight. So then he thought it was an early stoppage during the fight, and it caused a big hoopla. He fucking went ahead to the the Nevada Athletic, uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission, told them, "Hey, I don't want uh, Keith Peterson to be my ref for this fight." They granted it. He was not the referee of fight. Dominic Cruz goes three rounds against Casey Kennedy. Typical Dominic fashion. Pointed him up. Kept him at distance. Put the Dominic Cruz movement on him. And came out with the victory with, with the decision. I mean, I I expected it to be a little early. And thought, it, thought he was going to be hungry. And, you know, 
He's going to put the hands on Casey Kenny. He did put the hands on him, but he went the distance. No knockout, but win nonetheless. Look, the guy ain't been in the cage for three years. Dominic Cruz has stepped in the cage in three years. No, no. Well, the last time he fought was during he fought, COVID. He, he fought. Co- had the last time he, he fought was, was Henry Cejudo. Henry Cejudo. Yeah. He fought Cejudo's for the, been retired forever, dude. During COVID, right? During COVID, he fought was last year. Jacksonville. Yeah, it was the, it was on the Gaethje the Gaethje the, uh, the um, um, Ferguson fight, Boogeyman fight. Yeah, yeah, because he retired right after the fight, right after he beat they Dominic. Were the, they were the co-main event. Yeah, right. So yeah, he he stepped down right after he beat. Um, as soon as he as soon yeah. as he lost to Sahuda and Sahuda and retired, and then he fought again with about a, maybe a year later. But we all knew. Dominic Cruz was the a last point time fighter. He fought was UFC two forty nine. Yeah, that was uh that was COVID. Wait a minute. That was Ferguson Gaethje. What April last year wasn't it? Yeah, that was oh, the first. He fought once in three years. Yeah, once in three years. Yeah, yeah he ain't fought. Yeah, but he he came when he fought when he fought Sehudo. That was that that fight. That was him. right after he lost to uh he lost his belt to fucking Cody Garbrandt. To Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. He lost to Cody Garbrandt. Then he went and fought Sehudo. Lost. And then he fought Casey Kenny. He just won. But we all know he's a point fighter from the beginning. He's, he's a point fighter. He's not a knockout artist. He's not a submissive artist. He's none of he's he's a point fighter from the beginning. He's got that odd stance. He changes levels ungodly the way he can change a level. And you just don't know what he's doing because the way he comes in at you. Uh I, I'm not gonna say I saw the hunger back in Dominic Cruz, but you you can say that. Dominic Cruz of old was kind of back in, in reality based on how he fought. I don't know if it's Dominic Cruz of old, more of Dominic Cruz was just better than Casey Kenny. I don't ever think we're going to get the Dominic Cruz of old anymore. I don't think we're going to get that championship caliber Dominic Cruz ever again. I just, the Dominator's gone. I just, oh, yeah, he is. I just I mean, don't think – I don't think. look, there's too many monsters sitting in front of him for him ever to get back to that level. Was it exciting to see him get back to the, you know – be on the winner's podium, you know what I'm saying? Become a win, be the winner. Yeah, it was great to see Dom Dom be back out there and doing his thing and being successful in what he was doing. But I just don't feel like we're ever going to get Dominic Cruz of old back the again. The guy that fought Uriah Faber? He's oh, gone. he's gone. Yeah, that dude's gone. Well, that no, dude's gone. but I say Dominic Cruz of old is a sense of his ability to go back to what he knows best, right? Oh, keeping people on the outside keeping movement. Keeping outside yes. movement. Not the not the not the guy that fought Uriah Faber. I, I get that. I'm not talking about that guy where he was just purely dominant that weight class. I'm talking about he's back to sticking to what he knows best, keeping keeping those fighters away from him, hitting with those those level changes up and down. I mean, he he does some of the craziest shit when you watch him when you watch him fight. His, so, his movement, he's it's, it feels like. I get tired watching him jump I get move dizzy. around the cage. I get dizzy. Because he's always up and down, up and down, up and down, moving around, moving so around does side his to opponents. side. Yeah. yeah. The only uh, one that's close to that is TJ Dillashaw. I hate the fucking yeah. guy. But hey, and he he's the coming same back. Type of movement. Mm. We're, about, we're about two UFCs away from seeing him. So I hope he gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> hey, but the, Dana White did say he will have to have a tune up fight before he, he will he have to have a title eliminator fight before he's able to fight for the title. So, hey. Hats off to Dana White for not being the fucking jerk off that we thought you were going to be putting him right into a title fight. So I appreciate that. I still think that. he needs two fights before he gets a title so fight. So congratulations, congratulations to Dominic Cruz on the victory. Do I think you're back to the old Dom? No. I think planter, the plantar and fasciitis or whatever you got in your feet. He's got bad. Both his, his, both his feet are fucked up. I think that I think it's going to take a toll, but 
congratulations to you. Great win to take out a guy, a young, young contender like Casey Kennedy. Good job. So moving on to Tiago Santos and Snooze Fest. Snooze Fest. Like, dude, Tiago, you can tell he just had two torn ACLs. We were jamming with the band during this fight. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even watch it because he was constantly backing up. It was, it was a snooze fest. He so, didn't want to be there. With that being said, Tiago lost. Moving on to the next yeah, fight. he didn't want to be there. Piotr Jan versus Aljamain Sterling. Ooh, Probably going to be one of the most controversial, controversial title exchanges in recent well, memory. The rules are the rules, man. The rules are the rules. Unfortunately. And, and if you li- that I list, I watched a fucking, on YouTube, I watched a play where they eliminated all background noise. And you could hear the ref say he's a downed opponent. And Piotr Piotr Jan said, or Piotr Jan said, "Am I good?" He goes, "No, he's a downed opponent." Boom, hit him with a knee in the head. Blatant rule violation. His corner was yelling. His corner was yelling to yep. hit him. Hit Look, him. Guess what? Down opponent, you lose the title. Are they going to run it back? Are they going to run it back for sure? They should. But Aljamain Sterling, Peter Jan, Piotr Jan. And new UFC champion, Aljamain Sterling, walks away with the title. Deservingly so. And even with the ref, even the refs, they pulled the school car- scorecards. Aljamain was actually up. Aljamain was actually up 29-27 before the illegal knee. Well, even if Aljamain would have been able to get up, look at it this way. Even if he would have been able to get up he and been keep shook. fighting. No, even if he would have been able to get up and keep fighting, a point would have been taken. So therefore, mm-hmm. he would have won that round. Yep. Now he's, he's up two zero now. Up three zero. That was the third round. round. That was the third round. So he's well, up three. I don't. I don't. Well, it's two one. I don't think he won the. What was the second round? Well, before the illegal knee, they didn't even they didn't subtract the point because it was instantly it called the yeah. end of the fight. He was up twenty nine twenty seven. So he was already was up three tw- rounds. I thought it was twenty nine. I thought it was twenty nine. Twenty nine twenty seven. Yeah, he was up through all yeah. three rounds. That's what they were saying. Okay. Two of the judges' scorecard had him up all three rounds. One judge had him up two one. That's what I. I that's what I, I thought was a two one. Yeah, but two judges had him up th- three rounds to none. Okay. So, dude, you win that fucking round, bro. I mean, outside of getting knocked out, but you're still the champ. Well, it's still five rounds. So still five he, rounds. Even if he would have got up. And severely shook by that knee. Dude, that, a lot of people. Dude, a lot of people said, oh, man, greatest acting job. Give him a fucking Emmy. Great. With a knee in Bitch, the- let me tell you something. That was a hard knee to the face. That dude was fucking Did shook. Did you see his eyes? Uh-huh. Dude, he was out of it, bro. He got knees straight to the face. Like, come on, man. I'm, I don't want to. Look, all you fucking couch fucking UFC fans out there. Let me tell you this. Come on over here to Central Florida. Let me tell you something. You get down with one hand, with both of your knees on the ground, with one hand on the ground. Let me knee you in the fucking face as hard as I can. And I'm not even a trained. I'm not even a trained killer. I'm not a trained killer. And you're gonna be seeing triple. So for you to sit here and say, "Oh man, dude, such a fake, bro." LeBron one knee down. Grammy taking away or the Emmy taking away from LeBron. Give it to Aljamain. He's the greatest flopper ever. No, no. Come on, man. Come on. He's not the greatest player. He's laying across from a trained killer, and he got kneed in the face, and it's a it's a blatant rule. Look, break break of the rule. And because the rules are rule. It's not WWE. rules are rule. Yeah, we it's don't change the rules yeah, because yeah. we want to see something he cooler. Got disqualified. He don't, the the title don't change hands. No, it's not the fucking no WWE. You and fucking break the rule, you lose the title. And because of that, with that illegal knee, 
Aljamain Sterling is medically suspended until May 6th. So that's before with, he with can no even contact. Start. That's before April he can even start. That's before he, he can't even clean. train until he can't, then. he can't have any contact till, till after so, April 21st. So all he can do is strength and conditioning. That's, that's all he it. can do is running, running and lifting weights. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying 100% Aljamain Sterling deserves to be the champion. And if you don't like it, then fucking message me and tell me why you don't like it. I think aliens are landing on the roof. They probably are landing on the roof because you know what? They're coming down here to agree with us because they're like, we're here to pick up all the bitches that think uh, Aljamain's fake. Peter Yon's fight team coming. Yeah, Piotr Yon's fucking <laughs> fight team's up there on the top. They're all pissed off. So, we got a new champion with Aljamain Sterling. We've covered the Amanda Nunez fight. On to... The main event of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we proudly present to you the reigning middleweight champion of the world, Israel Alessania versus Stylebender, the Polish Punisher himself, the 205 light heavyweight champion of the world, Jan Blockowitz. Let me tell you something. All that 240 pounds. Hey, all of 240 yeah. pounds when he walked in the cage. Motherfucking style bender weighs in at two hundred while eating pizza. One ninety three, kid. No, no, he weighed. He weighed in at two hundred. Two hundred. Two hundred point six. Two hundred point six. While hey, but holding the pizza box in his hand and that eating it at the same time. Ex- extra large uh, meat lovers. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, like I said, you know, the last time he did that shit, it, I think it was uh, when he, it, when he it was, was a Muay Thai fight. Yep. It was kickboxing and he got slipped. Got fucked mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So. I think it was n- a cake n- he did last time. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed at all. Let me tell you exactly what happened. He got he got kept at distance. He got double leg. He got taken down. And they got beat the hell out of him. And he got what, fucked up on the ground. That's what happens when you fight a guy that outweighs you by fucking 40 pounds going into a fight. And, and you, you can't you, wrestle. You think it's a fucking joke because he's bigger than you. And you can't wrestle. Exactly. All right, if you so. want to sit here and tell me he's going to fight John Jones, no fucking way. Oh, John Jones put all that to bed on oh, Twitter. Yeah, he, no said, he said, he says, so I guess I ain't got to be fighting this filthy rat. No <laughs> you know way. know what I mean? So, I mean, he's moved on from that. So, Adesanya's uh, medical suspension comes to, he must receive clearance from an orthopedic doctor on a positive result from x-rays on left foot and or ankle or yeah, no contest until September 3rd. He got leg kicks checked. Minimum suspension, long. no contest until April 21st. No contact until April 6th. Really what that's saying is he has to get medically cleared from getting his head out of his ass because he's an ostrich right now and he don't want to hear from nobody. Well, he leg kicked Vasquez kick a couple times and, and he was checked. checked the shit out of him. <laughs> hey, yeah. you, usually... Skinny-ass legs. Hey, usually Stylebender, and it, Stylebender is very vocal on Twitter. You ain't heard shit out of him. Nothing. I mean, he did speak. He's like, listen, he did say in his post-fight, look, you can't win all of them. You know, this doesn't, this isn't the end for me. He goes, it's only going to make me better. It's only going to make me And look, I tip my hat to you. I hope that's exactly what it gets. I hope you come back as a better fighter. I hope you understand the level. when you There's levels to this shit. This ain't just because you're motherfucking Israel Alasanya. You can just come in and beat anybody. You got to understand, you calling out John Jones, Bro, if you think Jan was a bad motherfucker, you haven't fought a bad motherfucker yet. And I John, can't stand hey, John Jones. I really can't. Hey, but yeah, it's that's you a think there's level. A, you think there was a size discrepancy when it came to fucking Jan? John Jones is taller. You know it, what his reach is, dude? He's huge. Inches. Look, you look. Everybody looks at him when he stands up next to other light heavyweights because he has skinnier legs. That dude's a big dude. John Jones is fucking big. 
He's not a little guy. 85-inch reach. He walks around. I th- Jones walks around like a 230. I can Cut tell you this. 205. Well, right now? <laughs> well, right, no, right, right now. now. But when he, was at, when he was at that light. They've been walking around about 255 right now. But when he was at the light heavy. Shredded. Think about it. At light heavy, he walked around at 230, about 230, 235. Cut down to 205. And then fought right back at 235. So, yeah. and it's if you look at him, there's not an ounce of fat on that man at all. So imagine the, his ability. There's no way in hell we saw we saw Izzy look like a child <laughs> compared to Jan out there. I mean, let's you got bullied from every aspect of that of that fight. You got your shots off. You hit hard. You got power. We're not taking that away from you. You don't got John Jones power. I'm sorry, you don't. Well, John Jones don't. John Jones don't have a lot of power either. But his length is what keep what. But he will head kick your fucking well, you can, head you can off ask your shoulder. Daniel Cormier about that. Hey, he got the thing is this is look. John Jones is dangerous in all facets of the game. Yeah, he can do everything. He can do everything. And elbows are look, dangerous. Hey, ask Leo to Machida how his fucking standing choke is. His standing yeah, guillotine. Is. He woke up yet? No, no, that bitch dropped him like a slinky on his face, on yeah. his face, and just let him go. Yeah. Hey, well, like hey. the referee told him to let him go. So he, hey, he did just like that. Hey, he yep. spread his arms out wide, boom, hey. hit the fucking mat like a sack of potatoes. John Jones is great in every level of MMA. I think John Jones is soon to be heavyweight champ. And look, I'm glad you said that. Mm. But before we get into that, before we get into that, because we're gonna get into the John Jones thing. Oh, King of production, geez. you got anything to say about your boy Izzy getting his ass whooped or what? Uh, first of all, I don't think he got his ass whooped, but I mean he lost, so I mean, he lost. we call ass whoopings in Bartow. Yeah. I mean it was a it was a <laughs> honestly for a person new to the sport, it was kind of a boring ass fight to well, me. That's, that's the but I don't know all the ins and outs yet. So You're looking for the knockout. I was looking for the knockout, but I could tell that he was keeping his distance and all that, and he didn't want to tie up with him because of the weight thing. But um, I expected more out of him than I saw. But I did call it right. I mean, I went with y'all's expertise. I said he would go the distance and lose in the decision. So I give myself some credit for that. But I think I'm going to find a new fighter. I, you know, he let the asshole <laughs> on me down. You Izzy, know what else? You're going to go somewhere else? Izzy, you're a bitch. You know what else this fight does? <laughs> I think it gives the other middleweight fighters a blueprint to Of how Izzy. to beat yep. Israel Alessandro. Yeah. You don't think Whitaker's at home watching tapes of that fight? Hey, he's calling his wrestling coach. I must meet you at the gym in 15. I think Whitaker's at the house. We fixing to go. double leg Izzy's ass next time we fight him. Mm. We're gonna yeah, well, you ain't going to stand up with him. No, you're going to take him down and you're going to ground upon him because you know that Izzy's not Izzy when he's flat on his back. I think Izzy was at home watching Anderson Silva fights. Thought he could be a light heavyweight and he got fucking waking. But uh, waking the, the only difference, once once Izzy comes back down, once he comes back down the middleweight, the, his speed is going to help him quite a bit. And that, and that's where and that's where I think that he has the advantage is he's much faster than the other middleweight fighters. The problem is once you're trying to you're trying to bulk up to two oh five, they're just as fast. Well the thing is he's bulking up by not by lifting weights and he's building bulking muscle. by food. He's, he's carb loading. Yeah, he's carb loading. He's carb loading. He's himself down. And I don't know I don't know about you, but if I go and fucking order a large piece and eat that bitch, I feel like shit afterwards. Yeah. So and it has to have to do something to do with his cardio. And his overall, uh, you know, the feeling of his body when he gets into that deep water and all that, that all plays fucking role in it. But, but isn't that the same knock on Nunez uh, that Izzy has? 
That she's no. not good on but, the ground. That Pena. Oh, Nunes is. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Just because you ain't seen Nunes fighting around, she's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Did she's a nasty bitch on the ground. Just choked no girl in, out last week. Triangles, uh, arm armbar. Two different submission moves. Hey, she's really nasty. <laughs> so what the hell on the is ground. Pena talking about? Pena just talking shit because she, she wants shit. a she wants a title shot. She's look, number six ranked contender. Look, she's trying to be relevant. That's what it is. Okay. She's trying to be relevant. She got me. Hey, look. And we want to see it. Look at all of hey, we're like, all right, fucking do it. You're going to get your ass full, but I'll watch it. I just want to see the woman get knocked the fuck out. So, Pretty much what's gonna go so I'm glad you yeah, brought up John Jones and the heavyweight title. So don't tell me we're going to see John Jones in Jan. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, that's, no, no. That, that's that may be later. No, that may be that, after. So. That may be way if later. John wins the heavyweight championship. He, he, might, come might, down. he might come back down. No, Jan might try to go up. I think Jan will try to go up before John tries to come back down. I don't think Jan stands no. a chance against John either, bro. He Look, doesn't. he's not. But UF two six UF U, <laughs> UFC two sixty is coming up. Stipe versus Ngannou. Could Again, be a replay the first fight. Do you think? No, I th- I think it's going to be a little different because I think Ngannou learned from that first fight. He's definitely. I think. Do I think he's at Stipe's level of wrestling? Absolutely not. I think Stipe is a career wrestler. You know what I mean? Like he knows how to wrestle. He knows the ins and outs of it. That's his whole base. That's his whole base. That's not Engano's base. And Engano's base is shoveling in the sand mines in fucking Africa. He's trying to knock your head off. You yeah. mean that's that's He's where he started? I don't like know if normal. the king. I don't know if the king knows this, but seriously, less than what eight years ago? Yeah. Less than eight years ago, Engano was shoveling sand in sand mines in Africa. Yeah. They found him. They found him, or like, and somebody's like, "Oh, you'll be a good fighter." But remember, and now he's probably the most dangerous knockout artist in. UFC right now. He hits you, take your fucking head off your shoulders. Yeah, you can ask. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, yeah. you know, when it comes up on the little think, and he fucking head, that's what he looks like when he punches him. I think head's landed yet. No. Overeem got hit so hard, that bitch ain't been the same since. He ain't even, hit him, the way the he ain't even deployed anymore. The way the camera was angled, it looked like he knocked his fucking head off. Yeah, his I head mean. flew back. Go look it up. So dangerous. Yeah. So bad. dangerous. So, Ngannou's hands are dangerous, but I'll tell you this. Stipe walked through his fucking punches the last time. He was yeah, not afraid all, of him. It was all angles. He wasn't letting him. He wasn't walking straight towards Stipe him. smart. He was staying on the well, outside. Well, Stipe knows how to wrestle, and that's, a, and that's the biggest part. So, he pushed Ngannou up against the cage and mm-hmm. tired him out. So, with, with that being said, who do, who do you like coming out of the fight? You like Stipe to repeat and be I, the champion I, again, or you think Ngannou catches him? I'm Stipe. still Stipe. You still Stipe? What about you, Jimmy? Stipe. Stipe? I think, I'm still. I, I don't think it'll be a snooze fest he's, like the last he's one too was. Smart, dude. But he I, is. I still high, think. High I still think it'll be go back to the wrestling, go back up against a cage, and you know, Stipe wins by decision. And I think I think you're exactly right. Either decision or ground and pound. He could he could TKO Nagano. He can, punches. but I think Nagano. I'm not saying he's going to knock him out, but I think he could he could take him down and beat him up and hurt him to where the referee stops. I think he's going to shoot. I think he's going to shoot. He's gonna take him down, beat him down, just like he did last time. I mean, unfortunately, All as much as I want to see a John Jones and Gano fight, Gano couldn't hang with Jones either, bro. We're gonna see a Stipe Jones fight, and I, I think, think Jones, Jones is gonna the, the next. After that, it's gonna be the UFC heavyweight champ. But my thing is, do if you're John Jones, do you still sit out and wait another year? Because it's gonna be a year before fucking Stipe fights you. I think he's gonna fight. Well, I think he'll fight. I think he should fight Derek Lewis. I agree. Why, why, no, I wouldn't know. No for Derek Lewis no, or no for John Jones. Derek Lewis. Let me tell you why. No for John Jones or no for Derek Lewis. No, Derek. If you're John Jones, why would you fight Derek Lewis? You have too much to lose and nothing. To that is true. I agree with you there. Yeah. Why would you fight? But you can make Derek Lewis's balls hot. 
But why? You take a chance of getting caught. If anybody gets caught by Derek Lewis, good fucking night. All right, so who does he fight? He's got to fight. Uh, not not Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis don't deserve that right now. Number one. You you got to give him a warm up fight so in between. You, you give the lo- you give him the loser of Stipe Nagano. Yeah, but you're still gonna wait a year. They're not gonna come right back. John Jones needs to fight this year. Well, then who they else is fuck, left? Hold on, I was about to say there ain't they, nobody else they besides everybody. Derek Lewis. He's gonna have to fight Derek Lewis. These guys they don't got, get paid unless they, they fight, right? They didn't right. got rid of everybody. Well, they got their contracts. They have contracts that they get paid, but they don't get their paydays unless they're fighting. Well, they got rid of fucking Uberine. And, and they, they got, got rid of Dos Santos, too. Dos Santos. There's nobody left but Lewis. I don't care fucking name another heavyweight. I mean, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just shake it up. Let's do like John Jones versus Conor McGregor. Next UFC. Let's just do it. No, I'm just fucking with it. But I'm just saying, you got to give John Jones something. You can, He just can't continue to sit out. That'd not, be two years. He's not going to fight. There. Give him Rosenstrike. There you go. Give him Rosenstrike. Rosenstrike wants a fight. Give him, a give him to him. Yeah, you can't. Curtis Derek, Blades. Give him Curtis Blades. That's a, that's a takedown fighter. That'd be a good one. That'd be a good one. Give him Curtis Blades. That's a setup for who, but, the Stipe fight. But if you're John Jones, let me ask you something. If you're John Jones, do you take another fight? I don't take another fight. Actually, I don't. Take I think you fight. do if the money's right. Uh, no, but if you lose, if you lose, Derek Lewis the is the number gone. three ranked. Yeah, Third already, ranked Stipe, heavyweight. No. Is that the new rankings? Because I thought that I thought that he would jump up because I think Curtis Blaze was the Curtis no, Blaze is four. It is he? So I mean I just it's I just Stipe, feel like you gotta give John Nagano, Jones something. Lewis Blades. Yeah, I just feel like you gotta give John Jones something. And I mean I Well, Dana White's already said John Jones got next title fight after these two fights. So he's not fighting again. So so we're pro, so what we're really hoping for is a Stipe, a Stipe or uh, it's, not be, it's not gonna be that. How about this? How about we all, because we want to see John Jones back in Octagon, we all pray and hope that we see a Stipe. I don't think, is he under contract yet? I don't think he's under UFC contract. He's yet. he's still under contract, or he had already left and went fall somewhere else. That's the reason he ain't went to fucking Bellator or nothing, because he's still mm-hmm. under UFC contract. He got like three fights left on his deal. My thing is, let's pray that Engano either knocks Stipe's fucking block off early. Or Stipe knocks Ngano's block round, off early. I mean, it probably will be. But you know what's not going to be a snoozer? Whaley Zhang versus fucking Thug Rose, baby. Ooh. Hey. Thug, you got to grow your hey. hair back, baby. You got to grow your hair back. Look, Rose, Nami Nunes versus fucking Whaley Zhang for the, for the, for the strawweight title? Bruh, bring it. Dude, I like Thug Rose. Wait, hey, Whaley's a bad bitch though. When she fought Yuana, oh my god, dude, that's the fight of the year. Hey, Yuana's head that, changed hey, forever. Dude, that's a fight of the year. They beat the shit out of each that other. That bitch looked like the dude from with the, with the elephantitis that was on the movie. What was that mask or some shit? I thought Yuana. What won was that, that movie back in the day with yeah. Cher? I know you're talking. I know you know Jason. It was with Cher and fucking well, the dude had elephantitis. I was thinking the Klingons off fucking Star Trek, but the, the, yeah, look just like that. Did you ever see? Did you ever see? Yoana's head after that fight. Yeah, but Jason? I thought Yoana won that fight. Have you seen that? Uh, what? Yeah. All right, no. Yeah, yeah, y'all keep talking. Let me find this for uh, Jason. Thought you thought that you thought she won that fight? Did you watch the same fight we did? Dude, they beat the hell out of each other. Bro. I agree with you, but did you see her head? Dude, just because her head was fucked up, that means she lost the fight she because she was fight. ugly. That, that, that has nothing that to do with it. This what, is before fight and after that. the fight. 
She lost that fight. One punch. Can oh lord, her. right? She got her ass beat. God, just because bet, her head bet was don't so look the same, does she? I'd have, I'd have called it quits right there. But she, but she look. Look, that's right here. Look, <laughs> look. Hey, but she, but she's normal these days. She's back to this now. So she's back to normal. She bought her so, some boobs too. So hey, I got her. Hey, I got her on Instagram. Uh, she's still ugly boobs. as fuck, but she got new boobs. I don't know. She's. I think there. she's pretty hot. She Yo, did like, they, did she they ever like do a like, with uh, long hair? Okay. Did they do tag team in UFC? What, what is the ever? hell are you <laughs> what talking? The, hold on. <laughs> hey, listen, dude. Hey. Listen, hey, no, because I seen. You got to talk to Jen and tell <laughs> her to take the fuck remote away from him at home. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I seen. He done flipped over to AWE or some AW or some shit. WWE. You see motherfucking Shaq in there fighting shit. He's like. Bro, is this fucking... Dude, that just throwed me for a fucking loop no, right there. No, I seen there. some WCW shit. It's <laughs> seen some shit. Holding the ring like this. It was on the string the on the fuck? ring. I don't know what it was, but it was on YouTube. And it was five Ninja on five. Gladiator. That's where you fucked up the story. But go ahead. <laughs> and they five ran. It was five on five, and they ran at each other, and everybody was just fighting. Dude, he's it was like Team Red versus Royal Team Rumble. It wasn't wrestling. Check on some fucking cane wrestling. Yeah, it was some kind of... Uh, mixed martial soccer. An- Andre mixed Giant, martial soccer know. or some shit. Kendo stick sword fighting over there. Yeah, that you no, know, but they definitely wow. don't have tag team. But I can tell you Let me out. You come in, let me out. I can tell you right now that if they did, Dustin Poirier and Khabib would be the tag team champ. Oh. <laughs> I, I forgot to tag y'all or share it with you, but there was oh a meme. God. There was a meme on uh, <laughs> on that MMA site, and it, it made me think of you guys because you were talking about wrestling not oh, being, being fake but being real, and it it, it said, "Tell it's me that fake. wrestling's not." Uh, and y'all may remember this, but the guy was on his knees, the guy was standing over him, and he re- he like reached up and he grabbed his crotch. The wrestler he grabbed Rick his Flair. crotch, and when that. he grabbed his crotch, the dude was like. And the like dude, yeah, flexed, it was like it was hurting the guy. And it was like his, his dick was hurting the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, that's not fake. So that's what you're watching. That's how you get the tag. Yeah, okay. that's where he got the tag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what this is, what that was, was Jason's first episode of Boys and Their Toys. So <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is, but. He did say he but, was on OnlyFans. Hey, we great. got a lot of great UFC stuff coming up. UFC Tag 259. UFC. Hey, Dana was, White, if you're listening, <laughs> hey, the ta- King's got a fucking idea for you, bro. <laughs> Tag Tommy Team Eliminator coming up. Million dollar idea. Who will be their partners? Hey, so a lot of great UFC coming up. Thank you again to fucking Duke's Brew House for a great, great showing, man, and treating us like Kings, man, and just making us feel so welcomed at Duke's Brew House at, on South Florida Avenue here in Lakeland, Florida. But I just want to – I can't thank them enough. Great UFC 259 card. Great scenery. And great scenery. I didn't think great. Jason had it like that. When we walked in, I was like, oh, oh are you God. here with Jason? Yeah, he had yeah. it. Oh, Jay, just so everybody knows, the king had his name on a board. They wrote the it in marker. Name. And it marked out a whole section. Listen. It's like, oh, this is – Listen. Are you here with Jason? Everybody walked up. We got a table. Hey. Oh, are you Jason? Are you walk- here with the Don, bro? Are you here with the king? <laughs> the king walked in. It was like, oh. Yeah, they had part sh- of the red damn hey, sea. The girls ran out fucking blowing trumpets, and it was weird. <laughs> it was crazy. They th- hey, they were, instead of confetti, they were just throwing chicken wings on us. We're like, what the fuck is going on? 
It was amazing. Treated us like kings. Hey, they came through at the last second for hey, us. So beer, tow- beer towers with that endless beer towers. They just kept oh, coming yeah. to the table. I didn't even know they had that. Hey, uh, but you know now? Yeah. You know now. Hey. We drank a couple and of I, And I learned not Four. to touch a cowboy's Four. hat. So. <laughs> and don't I, touch it. I could have told you that, bro. Yeah, yeah we, about had U, we about had UFC yeah. 259 and a half in the parking now, lot. Listen, and he's not talking about Dallas Cowboy. He's talking about a real cowboy. Yeah, but you man. know what I've learned since hanging out with y'all? If that would have went down, you know what I would have done? I would have fought like some bitch. Now, you know what I would have oh, yeah. done? I had already thought it. I was like, if, if something happens, I, I, I was a decent yeah. soccer player. I was Don't. a field goal kicker. I was going right for the calf. Bam! <laughs> calf kick. Calf there kick. <laughs> calf kick. Just Maybe remember, the back you, of the knee. Just remember, you, you can break your own hey. leg. Hey, no, babe, but that, when you kick, make sure you hit text on the group message <laughs> and say, guys, outside, help now. I'm not there a fighter. Go. I'm not a fighter. Shout out All to you. All you had to do was say that. Well, I'd have been out there with you. Anyway. Yeah. I didn't so, hey, shout going. out to Duke's Brew House and all of the staff there, the managers. Amazing time. Way to treat us like royalty. I can't thank you enough. Also, thank you to the UFC for putting on a great card. Dude, great fights coming up with the Whaley Zing and yep. the Rose Namanunas. We got Stipe and Ganu in the next UFC 260. We do. Yep, that'll be a nice text feed. And uh, what, the 24th? Uh, oh, it won't be on 24th, the text 260. Feed. Won't be on that text feed, guys, sorry. Oh, it's your anniversary weekend. Yeah. Oh, man. Jason, it's your anniversary weekend, too. It is, and I'm going to check out a new brewery. I'll be there, bro. So, oh. so me and Jimmy, live on the text feed, going back and forth. You know what? Shit, dude, if it's just us, family night. Let's watch it together. All right. Sounds good to me. Wait, well, wait, check a, minute. In with wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not. Let me, I, let me I make sure I don't it. have plans before I say let's yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. You know. check I mean, you can, you can say you're good on air, but then you can text me later and say <laughs> yeah. I'm not. This is recorded already. So you're so. good on air? On air, yeah. Oh, you're good. All right. So, go hey, follow us on all our social media, on Twitter, at Beard Boys, <laughs> on Facebook, at Beard Boys Official, at, on Instagram, at Beard underscore Boys Official. And on TikTok at Beard Boys Official, out of TikTok jail. So I want to tell everybody thank you. This is numero dos of the MMA hour with the Beard and the Boys. See you, motherfuckers. Take it easy.